Them Pups, Thoughts and Bears, episode 19. Tango Wins, part two. Maybe the first third or so of the episode is the rest of Tango's story about winning Virginia Bear and congratulations, Pup Tango, the co-host of Them Pups, Thoughts and Bears with me, I'm Pup Cylon. But after that first third, we go deep. We talk about the broken, the open, the wet. It gets saucy. It gets risky. It gets nasty. It is so hot. It is so horny. <laughs> I hope you enjoy Them Pups, Thoughts and Bears, episode 19, as much as Tango and I enjoyed making it. Thank you for coming along. Them Pups, Thoughts and Bears, episode 19. Wow, I might have just broke some shit. <laughs> I might have whiplash from putting my hole on TV. Oh, shit. What did that look like? Were you watching when that happened? Did you? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was not That was not sexy, was it? <laughs> he was doing something over here. I think I might have given myself a hernia or something. Wow. No! Oh, my God. Um. So you didn't get up on the bar and just let everybody run a train on you is what you're saying. Absolutely. Fuck not. So you had, you actually, had to systematically here's, here's, sleep here's, with all the judges in advance, not knowing who they were. So no, like, uh, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> so I show up in this, uh, this blue button down shirt and a jock. That's it. I show up in that within 10 minutes of me being there. My title granddad, Marcus, walks up to me. If you don't put some damn clothes on right now, act like you got some sense. I was like, huh? What? Me? I, I'm not showing any crack. My shirt is so long that it goes over that, but you can obviously tell I don't have any pants on. Oh. And I'm just wearing a jock underneath there. That's it. He walks up to me, if you don't put some damn clothes on right now, act like you got some sense. And I was like, oh, why? Why? And he said, this is not for people to know your body. This is for people to know you. You need to show them who you are without the need for all the sexual stuff that comes along with it. Like, they're looking for your personality tonight. They're not looking for your looks. They can see that. They can see it online. And I, at the moment, I wanted to say, I wanted to say, you know what? I'm I'm grown. I can do what I want. But then I took a second back and I was like, my Twitter is open. If they really wanted to, it would not be hard for them to see that. But they will not get a chance to get to know me before this competition if the only thing they're focused on is what's between my legs. Okay. So and it was the best advice I'd ever gotten. So what did you, so were you, I'm sorry. So you're at a fetish. It's not a fetish bar. It's not a fetish bar. Oh, is is it a gay bar? This is a, like a, not even a speakeasy. This is a community bar. Like not a gay bar. bar. It is a gay bar. It is a gay bar, but it's not, so people were just dressed in normal clothes, just people regular. People are dressed in jeans, boots, and leather. That's what they're that's what they're rocking out there. And I didn't have any of that. So I thought maybe I could skew the other direction and try something else. No. I looked oh. a hot mess my bar night. I looked a hot mess. Ah, Luckily, but you know what? I can I can I check that. can I check you though? What? You think you looked a hot mess, but I'm looking at a fucking leather sash on your thigh right now. So no. Maybe people that night didn't appreciate. But, maybe people appreciated the button-down shirt dress. That's what. That's what I'm saying. It was a look. At first, it was a look. I and love I it. Put on yeah. some black shorts underneath it, and I was like, you know what? It just ruined the whole effect. It just ruined the whole thing. And I was cold as shit, so I was mad. I was mad. I was mad because Marcus was fucking right. He was fucking right. I needed to put clothes on. Just, I needed to make sure that they were not being distracted, that I could have a conversation with somebody without needing to sex them up, without needing to re- not. I needed I needed to show them who I was, not just my ass, because I'm not just my parts. 
I'm everything else that rides up here, that rides up in my noggin. And in, in that moment, I was so nervous. I My, my usual go-to is just go over-sexual because that's easy for me. That's right. easy for me to over-sexualize myself and make it so easy for other people to do the same. But Marcus was right. He was, he was fucking right. Mm. Did you unbutton when you put the shorts on? Did you then unbutton the shirt so that you were shirtless under? I did that. I did that. I had to show a little bit of chesticle, a little bit of. I had to. Because, like, hell, I wasn't going to show some skin. I might cover up my ass, but I will be showing some skin somehow. And they right. were booty shorts. They were they were they were okay. high rise. Because here's the thing, as you know, the gay community, unless I'm not going to the to the convent gay bar that because I, I don't care what gay bar it is. The convent gay bar is wild. Gay, gay men at all ages, not all gay men, but all not all gay men, but most of the queer, we tend to skew pretty sexual in what we wear, regardless of the bar. Now it may not be that people are wearing a jock strap and a harness, but like if you go to what I would call, if you were to go to Sidetrack, which I love, which is one of the most uh, busiest gay bars in all of America. Madonna has hung out there. Lady Gaga has hung out there. It's, it is uh, Ben Platt. Like, you know, it's, it's, it is a spot. It's a spot, but people dress nasty. People dress, you know, but it's not that. It's a, it's a. You, people bring their mom there. There, there's uh, bachelorette parties that go there. But in general, you know, people are wearing tight stuff and they're, and they're unbuttoned. I've worn full gear there because I don't give a fuck. To me, everywhere's a <laughs> Everywhere. It was is an not that type of night. I needed to, to be about singlet. business and. Drink yeah, no, I get it. Okay, so now here's my, here's my question. Do you have a mute button on your? microphone i wish i did because i didn't hear that when you did that that's amazing so you're it you must be so loud that it knows to filter out your voice i Basically. i meant to point that out when he and i never said it when he was knocking his big cock ring it wasn't it was so loud that it that the fucking zoom had filtered it out did because remember he knocked the cock ring but you didn't hear it we didn't hear it that whole thing was from where you growled and said good baby boy you did that but like yours was better than mine but like i heard it that, i know that's full circle back to the dick good so, boy <laughs> i can i'm sick so i can do it good boy good boy, good boy. Um, okay so i because we're going to talk for this whole hour and i'm not going to ask these questions that i want to ask it's a points-based competition you meet right. at the bar and then let's let's fast forward to the competition right what all do you do to become the Virginia bear. I'm going to guess okay. that most competitions, there's some sort of structure. So this might yeah. be universal for all this, of them. This is like, the, we had the three part system. Okay. Bar so what wear, are the three parts? Barware, theme wear, and then barely there. Um, my barware look was uh, this pink and um, pink and green mess that I love that I, I've, I've worn it before and I use it for, um, I've used it before for like a go-go night. Um and to mask? sell jello shots and you stuff like mask? that. Yeah, I um what? I thought I heard you say pink and green mask. No, pink and green, um like mess. Mess. Oh. Sorry, okay. my nose again. No, that's okay. <sighs> um this is a podcast. It's, um, that people this listen pink to, so cell block. This is this pink cell block um mesh um crop top that I wore. These I the made the executive decision at the very last minute to cut out with my um my cub helped me out with all my outfits so he helped me um cut booty shorts basically out of these uh these old cargo shorts that i couldn't um could no longer fit and then cut just cut off the pockets basically so it was just exposing my thighs i wore it was a call the whole all of them were callbacks to previous bar nights that i've had at mj's this past year um and this i use this um this ivy this fake Ivy uh, uh, crown that I made out of stuff I bought from Amazon. Um, usually when I go out, um, when I'm going out to the bar for a theme night, I make my own shit because I can so, rarely afford costumes and stuff like that. I have to be creative. On the meet and greet at the bar, you were told that you have to put on clothes. But when you go to the bar, 
you dress nasty. Basically. So I just want I just want to point for all those that are listening. I I noticed the same thing you did, which is so do I. By the way, we're sluts. Like we are whores. Like so. You, I try to make a point that make a jock be apparent. If I'm not wearing it and then have like, a towel over my I know that I I know your clothes that I see on the internet. So you, your bar night, your your most conservative outfit was a see through shirt mesh. Was yeah, it was a yeah. yeah. <laughs> That. basically yeah for those yeah. of you in, with my, in the back i, I want to say that i have my collar and, and i think that's I have my collar on i have I, like okay good because like, i think that's fucking hot like and that's and that is to me that is just any given tuesday even right. if you're going out for karaoke, you're allowed to wear see that's what i was trying to illustrate to you is that i will go to that bar that is not a fetish bar and i will wear a sling or not a sling a sling hello You'll wear I will a wear, sling damn I will wear a sing i meant to say singlet i will wear a singlet or i will wear i will wear my harness 365 anytime i go out if i want it to be able to show it so you can see it through my shirt i'll wear a tight ass shirt that that you can see the texture of my chest hair through the shirt because it's so cheap and thin you actually see it and i will have a, a harness that you can see right through the shirt and i will wear that to a straight bar i've worn that to an off-broadway fucking show where i ran into my now deceased uncle who gave me a hug and i was wearing this this fucking harness, this big harness underneath, and he and I was with my friends, and he gave me a hug, and he felt the harness underneath, and gave me a look like, because I'm that kind of pig. You never know where that night is going, and why not have the harness on? So, anyways, I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Following. I'm sorry, Uncle Johnny. I I just came out the dungeon. <laughs> I just well, came was, out the dungeon. I came we to were, this function from the dungeon. Well, we Got saw we were seeing with we were a seeing, load we, in my whole eye. We were seeing an off-Broadway show, and then we were going to dinner, and then we were going out, and I didn't know where out was. So I, still, I, wanted to make I still sure. can't get over this socks and sandals routine you got going on. <laughs> if we had more time in this episode, I want to talk about how I and these are not them. But do you get into dirty socks like where and they're not necessarily dirty they're clean but like when boys wear white socks but you can see like they're they're a little stained like they're a little darker around the foot do you know what i'm talking about they don't look dirty they don't look nasty they just look like oh they've worn those socks like five or ten times and they've been through the wash there's something about that that turns on there's also something of bright white. i just decided that i'm into socks Fucking oh. what can i say I, that's where this i don't want to turn this into a socks episode that's not what it is so i'm not, I'm um, not against socks at all I, I, okay so oh, back I'm, I'm i'm being bad circle back bar outfit mesh i had brown. um white and pink um my white and pink socks that i borrowed from my friend most of it like another thing that happens is i usually borrow clothes from my friends and so my friends were in the crowd and they could see me modeling their stuff and stuff. So the white and pink socks that I wore for another bar night with this uh this uh other like this baseball jersey that has like um sakura flowers on it. Now I I use those same pink so pink and white socks because they match the the jersey and I wore my brown boots and I walked out there and I was the best dress in the room. So Basically, like I okay. So now that's like my that question. That was a look so, that was me. That was okay. So that's me. so. This is my next question. I want to know how the scoring specifically, like you come out in your bar wear. Is there any opportunity for you to talk? No, no. Okay. So bar so wear. So all the talking is done bar. that first night. To be so to be clear, all the talking has been done when you went to the to bar the, to the judges. Yeah, and, we, and Marcus says to you put your fucking clothes on these people want to get to know you so they already have an idea of who tango is and now so they've already maybe even made their decision you may have already won virginia bear in their mind because of your charm and your presence and then they Talking just want to, to make them, sure you, making sure we huge, talk to every single um right every single huge. judge at the bar night even though we didn't yeah. know for sure who were the judges right yeah, yeah. was was imperative you have to talk to all the judges at right. some point during bar night right. So right. that when they go into scoring you, they yes. can say like, oh, what, what was your take on them? How did you feel yes. about them? Oh, yes. they never talked to me. Okay. Okay. So they may not be talking during the competition, but you had this, this night where you got to know everybody and that's, that yeah. is in a way part of the competition. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So then is the scoring done with cards that they actually hold up or no? No. No, so it's, it's not like figure scores. It's, it's like confidential. <laughs> they okay. keep it to themselves, and then they um tally up the scores, like, and they tell you at the end. Um, it's not like figure skating. The theme wear. 
The theme yeah, so second, of, second was theme. So first was bar, second was theme. Yeah, theme wear. The theme of this year's competition was bear-lesque. Bear, as in bears yeah. in burlesque. Yes. Um, the basic foundations of burlesque are a striptease comedy. I have to rewind to... I want to rewind to bearware. Do you just walk or do you dance or like we walked out to music and they read off of what we they read our platform out to the audience basically. Okay, all right. So like we for, had to for, write our platform out for barware. For well, during barware, it was our introduction basically. Okay. They Did introduced you us the to music? the crowd, um, name pronouns, the whole nine yards, um, and then went into what we were running um, for our title. What was the reason for us running for our title? What inspired us? That type of thing. And they read that out behind, um, like over top of music while we walked out and just kind of played to the crowd, showed off our looks, showed off our angles, stuff like that. Okay. Um, did a did, did a, you a, choose gave the music? a little bit of a catwalk? I did. I did late, late. Um, I d- walked out to um, "Cuff It" by Beyonce. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so then second part is the theme, and it's burlesque. In that one, do you do burlesque? Do you dance? Do you take clothes off? Yes and no. I kind of fuddled around with the idea of just doing a general striptease and doing it, but because of how ABC laws work in Virginia, you're not allowed to take off any clothes that you wouldn't take off on the street in a bar. That's how the laws work here. Um, your burlesque shows are heavily regulated if they even exist at all. Um, so we could not take off any, um, we couldn't take off our pants on stage. We could not show any crack. We could not show any gender, any genitalia. Wow. That was hard. That was genitalia. Hard. That's a word. big word for Elmo. Genitalia. That's yeah. a big word for Elmo. <laughs> <Okay>. Um, <laughs> so uh, you we, could take off your shirt. Yes. Okay. All right. So so anyway, so you see so you danced, you were sexy. People, for the masculine presented people, we could take off our shirt. For the um the 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 female presented people could not necessarily wow. they could not show any nip. The wow. female presented people could not show any nip at all. Virginia laws are fucking archaic. Okay. Anyway. So so then okay, so that was burlesque. You danced a little. You took I didn't something just, off. You took I didn't your just scarf dance. off. You took your scarf and sunglasses off. <laughs> I didn't just dance. You set your cigar down. <laughs> oh my god! I just I I unbuckled. I unbuckled. Um. Uh. I unbuckled <laughs> boots. Oh my god! I um untied a couple of laces. That was a little. That was a little racy, you know. I love it. Um. <laughs> I love it. But um, I walked out dressed as sexy yogi bear which is funny because the person who went just i went second in rotation there Mm -hmm. were um five virginia bear um contestants and two um virginia bear virginia mama bears that ran and um i went second the person before me also did a version of yogi bear so it was real confusing walking out for the crowd i think walking out and seeing because we didn't know our lineup we didn't know what each other were doing what um what how they were what 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 were what our music was and we've all seen that happen on drag race by the way and that sucks when someone does it a lot better than the other yeah i had look uh, what was it oh fifi was it a fifi old hair i don't know i don't know i don't know enough of the drag race names and i need to but it's happened more than once so that that is a thing that happens and someone will like kill it and the other person would have killed it if you didn't see how much the other person killed it but you were like right i can't help but to compare those yogi bears but yogi bear the better yogi bear I went second and hey. <laughs> I mean, All right. And so then what was your third? What was the third was uh what was it? I forget the category. Third is Um I do I do want to give a little bit more context for Oh, the, sorry. Oh, for that burlesque. Cuz I didn't just do burlesque. I also rapped something that I wrote. And it's the first Oh, so you did get to talk. Okay, so there was talking. Not talking. I performed a song that i wrote that's awesome while doing a striptease which is How very fucking difficult How very fucking difficult it's um i did this song called porn star that wow. i've i've been sitting on for a while i've been taking a break from making my is music. there a recording of it 
Uh, I don't know. Possibly. No, of the competition. Like, did someone videotape you doing it? Possibly. I did not ask for anybody. I didn't ask for anybody in my party to, like, record it because I knew it was going to come out rough. I'm performing this for the first time live in front of an audience full of gays. Sure. Most critical people of the arts. Um, If I fucked up, I don't want record of it. (laughs) I get it. And they wouldn't they wouldn't have known anyways because it was an original song. Right. But at the same time well, for future reference, if you do that, you only gotta find one little clip that's good. Right. I you know I, I mean? honestly wanted to wanna keep it not recorded so that I can record an actual cut of it and okay. do do something charity on charity wise with like putting the proceeds for that song. To well, like, you need to do that so we can share it here on the on the podcast. That's really cool. I'd I'd love that because I I took a I took a um note out of um I took a note out of Bryce Cord's book and made a song about sex and I'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed about it. The people in the crowd seemed to love it and I was nervous as hell, but I enjoyed it. And on that note, on that just on that note, talking about inspiration, I am going to do a series of output paintings. What? I'm leaning into this, into combining my world of art, sex, entertainment. And so just, you said you took a a, 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 um, a page out of Bryce Quartz's book. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, I've been really appreciating the sexual arts out there. And I have decided I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks if it somehow sullies the seriousness of all the art I've created. So I've been... As I often do, I've been painting in my mind puphood paintings. Anyways, go on. Sorry. I honestly feel like exploring that sexuality in within the arts is like the last step in embracing your queerness. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the last. So draft. I love that you're. I love that you did that, and in, in the future, I mean, I'm. Just, let me just you know, I just wanted to say I I get it. I'm committed. I'm like, I'd lo- I'd I want to see page. paintings. If you, I'm, I'm excited. I have, you let me know. What'd you say? If you start commissioning them, let me know. Oh, I there there will it'll it will it will be. But I'll I'm gonna once I paint, um, I want to do it first and make sure it's gonna be what I want it to be, and then and yeah. Uh, so now okay, so you wrapped. What was the receptiveness of the of the crowd? They loved it. That's so awesome. They loved it. Like, do you think um, that's what clinched the title? Do you think that's what did it? Because no, everybody else was doing um, lip syncs, basically. One other person, um, one of the other title winners saying, I didn't get a chance because of how it worked. We had to run off stage, run around the um, bar, around like run off stage, go through the back of the bar and then go back Mm -hmm. into the dressing room to get changed for the next thing. So I couldn't catch everybody else's performance, but I did hear um, Greg singing for his performance. So he was the only other person who did something live. Everybody else was doing lip syncing to their stuff. So that yeah. kind of sets you apart when you're actually putting yourself out there like that. So that's awesome. like that. Yeah, the, I agree. For those listening, but it also, but like if I compare to drag race, it can also fuck you because there's people who like sing and then they're bad. And they're right. just like, and it's like, Oh, fuck. there's always that gamble. There's always yeah. that gamble. You have that's to know awesome that people that you're receptive. Um, so now is it safe to move on to the next category? Yes. Me just trying to, um, to keep barely the, the there, basically wrong. coming yeah. out in your underwear and answering uh, a question that you pull out of a hat. That's how we, that's how we, oh, did. so there was talking. When I asked you if there was talking, you're like, no, there's no talking. You sang Not and you answered first. a fucking question. Well, yeah, but there's that's talking. Okay. So what was the question? Um, I lucked out and picked a really easy question. Um, I got who's one LGBT, um, LGBTQ plus icon that you, uh personally are affected by or like you personally have a love for and something along those lines and i chose jesse reyes she is a la, um latinx um artist she's also like openly queer openly bisexual within her music um within her style within how she approaches things and i'm always inspired by her and how she just lays herself bare in her music talking mm-hmm. about mental health issues, talking about toxic relationships. And then like, she's the type of artist that I want to be when I grow up. And so like, I get to like, I would love to go to one of her concerts. I would love to be more involved in like, maybe work with her one day. But she's one of those people that I see on, like I see people is like- Is this how you like, answered it? What you're saying to me? Is this what you said on the microphone? Were you this authentic? Some, so I wasn't as um, 
super jazz. I had to dial it back and make sure I was more concise on okay. stage because you can get points knocked off. Yeah. But I made sure to say that uh, Jesse Reyes is one of the most influential queer people in music right now. And she, she's just amazing. She's just And then do you find amazing. out immediately? Do they like tally the score and they immediately announce it? Like, is there like some downtime to sit there and for them to discuss? Or like, what's the turnaround from you do those three, you so do the three deals and then. Each of us performed like not directly one after the other. It was two bears, one mama bear a drag performer, two bears, one mama bear, a drag performer. So yeah. it took us a little bit for everybody to get back on, um, back in the waiting room and then come back out. And then it was nerve wracking being back on the stage for like the final curtain, like uh, learning about the title holders. Um, cause I didn't know. Cause I, at the moment I was beating myself up so much cause I, I fumbled a lyric or two in my rap. Because yeah. I was like having a hard time like breathing while also dancing, and that's right. something you have to be cognizant of. Um, but that's why that's why Britney Spears just lip syncs. Some girls just do that, and there's no shame in that, especially when you have so much choreo going on. Because you know she's saying it worked out. Pocket. It's worked out just fine for Britney Spears. Is my point. That's you, why look, I said that. she be moving. She be moving. Exactly. <laughs> it's very hard. To, like, People are so critical of Britney. Hard. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Britney's amazing. Like you can't sing when you're doing backflips and shit. I mean, you could basically but she's not. unless yeah. you're unless you're pink and you're up in the middle of the air with a fucking harness and you have like the right. core, the core of a planet and lungs of steel. Like right. I don't know, she. It's hard. Not every everybody's built different that can yeah. sing and dance at the same time. I'm a big motherfucker with asthma. That won't go happen. And I smoke. No. Uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. I was going it was gonna happen at some point, but I was beating myself up so much. And when I got back on the stage, I was just there was a moment I was like, I'm not even gonna win a fucking title. And then they announced Virginia Bear um Hunter. And then they announced Cub and Jeff. Because I had really thought off of just face value, Jeff was going to win. Off of purely and he was and he was I running for Bear. Point. He was running for Virginia Bear. See, that's I, what you just you just said because you said there was if five you win first place, then you get Virginia Bear. Right. You can get Virginia Bear, and then my chance of getting it goes down r- drastically, regardless of points. Right. Um. So, I they announced him as Cub, and I was just like, "Oh, I really didn't win." And then they announced my name, oh, and wow. I just immediately started crying. I took my step oh. into the center stage, took a bow. And then just let out this yes, and just just because I had a moment where I realized, fuck, I did it. Yeah. And then I came off stage, and it was just like a whirlwind. Everybody's shaking my hand, giving me a hug, doing do 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 do, do, do and I'm just I'm <laughs> stars in my eyes. I can't fucking see straight. Fucking sweating out this bitch. I need to go home. And so that's when you got on all fours and took the. Game. <laughs> basically basically yeah <laughs> but no like i ran off stage and the first person i went to i ran to my cub oh. i ran i ran to jesse and gave him a big kiss because he helped me build my costume for the um he helped me build all my costumes he sat with me while i went over my lyrics through car rides through um after dinner like hey can you listen to my performance can you check like look at this choreo and see if you feel good about it um, so even during the performance, when I, during my um, during my bareless performance, I at one point I pulled whipped cream out of a picnic basket and I sprayed it in his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's it was it was nice. It was okay, nice. so I'm gonna just full. Now that we've done that, we did not do any sex stories, and I have a way to segue and get a little quick sex story in because I know people are used to that because they give us the feedback that they love to hear. It's sexy time. Come on, grab your face. And they jerk off off to our fucking podcast, and we've given them... Also, I heard this. It sounds like a cow mooing. My chair, doesn't it? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So... I'm bringing, oh, so this is how I'm segueing this. Now that you've won Virginia Bear, does that give you some sort of an invitation to international Mr. Leather? 
which they changed the name. It's no longer International Mr. Leather. It is now just IML, which is interesting. The M doesn't stand for Mr. anymore because they want to be, and that, they made that announcement. So they want to, it's no longer um, about gender. So that's something that you would probably enjoy. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of people, whether, I don't know if they're connected or not, because a lot of people consider IML to be like the, you know, and all be all yeah 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 yeah. so i'm wondering does that is that something I, that we can expect virginia bear do? itself is not a leather competition okay so i wouldn't really compete for iml i would more likely compete for world bear which is which a doesn't happen at iml though i don't believe it happens at iml i could be uh, i could be incorrect on that so there's but... not a re so you're not coming to iml with that sash to win anything Look, I might come to IML as a sash holder just just because. That's I'm just trying to figure out a way for us to fuck. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> it's cut through the shit. Like IML is in Chicago, is my point, and that segues into you're a bigger dude, I'm a bigger dude, your cub is a bigger dude. I just they listen to this podcast. I hope they know that they are what I would consider a chub. This person I just had sex with when I went back to Michigan before. You know, I had a family tragedy. We're not going to get into it. But like before that happened, I was all excited. I'm in my hotel room and I have a regular fuck buddy who has been my regular fuck buddy for like 10 years. Like we have we've like it's an on again, off again, just random. We don't even plan it. It's filthy. It's through the apps. We are just now finally friends on Facebook and Instagram. I'm just, I'm, I know, like, after Building all these community years, with our hookup partners. Yeah, yeah, after all these, well, they, well, they reached out to me and they said, oh, I know that you play Pokemon Go because I, I was locked out of Pokemon Go for like five years and I just recently started playing again. I know that's so crazy because it's so nerdy, but like, I just oh. recently was able to log the, back the, in. The, the, the Gloomhaven was, I thought, as far as the extent go, but no, you a Pokemon Go gay? And it's because of Gloomhaven because I'm with my friends and they're like, oh, there's a whatever the fuck. And we're all going to do this raid with our, and we're going to, it's a remote raid. And I'm like, I'm so pissed because I can't do Pokemon Go. And I just randomly tried to log in and I was able to log in after five or six years of, because I started when it came out in 2016 and have not played in like five years. And now all of a sudden I play every fucking day. So if you're on Pokemon Go, you need to friend me if you're playing, if you're active, some of you have friended me and you're not active. And I know that because you're not giving and receiving gifts and that's not helping either of us. So it, only <laughs> if you're active uh, anyway. Um, so this person, I bring that up because they reached out and said, oh, um, through the app, through, I think, Sniffies or wherever, like, oh, uh, you should add me on Pokemon Go or whatever. I'm like, that's so fucking random because I think I mentioned it when we were in the hotel room. I'm like, OK, so that's an invitation that you want to be more than just fucking through the app. So we ended up becoming friends in all the other places. I bring this up because they are either what you would call a chub or a super chub. And it's sometimes hard because we talked about this dick size last week. It's sometimes hard to bottom for really big guys. Do you know what I'm saying? Because of yeah, just because uh, of the physics. Saying, well, well, if they're his cock is not small, but it's not ten inches long, right? And he weighs easily three hundred pounds, maybe three fifty. Okay, so he's okay. a chub. He's a big dude, big, big, big belly. It's I like to ride cock, and it's very hard to ride. It, look, it's hard big for boys. big guys for us to get rid so, ridden sometimes right. because right. I have wide hips. That stretches yes. people the fuck out. Right. Okay. Like, so this is why this is why I want to segue to this story because I don't know what the logistics of you are, but I know that we're followed by a bunch of bears and cubs and chubs and beefy pups. And so I want. I feel like I discovered a new position. Mm. I, I've, I've been wanting to bring this up on the podcast. I would demonstrate on this chair, but I almost killed myself demonstrating on this chair earlier. But the, the position is, um, and I'm going to demonstrate it when I get my new sex toys, which was the other thing I wanted to talk about, but we didn't, but that's okay. And I, I would almost say, so if you're on the bed and you're on all fours, so there's reverse cowboy, which there's a famous video of me doing reverse cowboy with like a hundred thousand views where you're, you're sitting and you're riding the cock like this. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. You know what reverse cowboy is. So they're, yeah, do you, I do. You do. Yes, okay. I do. This is a variation of reverse cowboy that you can do which, with much bigger dudes where you back up like a semi-truck to the loading dock. And, <laughs> and I, I, got, I got to actually do it 
to show you what I mean. I'm gonna do it with the sex. Were his legs in your hand? Were you like have his legs up? So he, because he's so big, and like you're so big, like you're so big, like you're fucking beautiful. Okay, so he's so big that like me riding him reverse cowboy where do my legs go like how does that work it's like like you said his big thick fucking huge fucking thighs like he's a big 350 pound man okay 300 pound whatever he is i don't know i was able to lace my legs under go up to him like i would do doggy style and sit my ass right onto his cock and ride him this way and so it's kind of like a reverse cowboy and because I was doing this, it had my arms down so that I could also sit here and finger his sweaty fucking hole with my fucking pre-cum and my spit. And then because I'm a dirty fucking filth whore, I could fucking pull that and finger my hole with his fucking hole juice and then continue to fucking ride it. And it was so the fucking first time I've ever done that. It makes me want to have more sex with like chubs and super chubs and try this fucking position out and sit there because you do you get the point how it's different than reverse cowboy how i was like riding him like this am i demonstrating it well enough but does this make sense what i'm doing are you getting yeah. the picture <laughs> so anyways when you come you're not as big as he is but i want to fuck you like that if that's possible if you're up for it i i'm gonna bend you up like a pretzel i don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> so um I was just so happy and wanted to share that. And he fucking was like, oh my God, we did that. And he like immediately sprayed the biggest fucking cummiest fucking wild. Like, I love the smell of cum. He came so much inside of me. And I came all over the bed. And I'm like, do you want it in your hole? And I fucking fingered it right. I just fucking fingered it in his hole while his fucking cock is still like rubbing his cum into my hole. It was so fucking hot. Oh. I wanted to tell that story, and I, the problem is if we don't tell it topically, it gets too far in the past, and then I don't ever tell it. And people like the sex story, so that was one. I have a sex story. So it's more of a thing that me and uh, Covey are enjoying, because like, I haven't been like as active with other partners as of late, because I've made sure... like I've, I've been wanting to take care of my cub. My cub has like, made my life so much easier over the last couple of um, months and especially the last month leading with the competition and whatnot. But, um, I love, and I, 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 this might rub people the wrong way because everybody's so bent up with their, them being the perfect size for their partner and saying like size doesn't matter. It's like, it, it's hit or miss because size does become a factor in compatibility of at some at some points and some size of dick or size of body size of dick size of butt size of all the things right um size does become a, a matter of compatibility sometimes but it's important that you don't treat people like less than human if they are not compatible with you just because someone's not compatible with you or what you are and let's typically not into that you can strap a dick on right and peg people listen Oh my god, in the way if your story. You haven't <laughs> tried using a strap on, bitch. Right? There's nothing like walking around with 10 inches of laying waste and destruction hanging between your thighs. Mm. And plus, it's portable. You could just pop that bitch off. <laughs> just pop that bitch off. <laughs> Look, I was. Do it one more I time. Go get it. I need to go get it. It's sitting on the bathroom floor right now. It's this oh. leather piece from Mr. S Leather. That's a leather strap on, and we have an attachable. It's we, a leather dick. It's a leather dick. No, not a leather dick. It's um, oh, it's the, a leather those... strap on. The the oh. actual strap on jock thing is oh, leather. See. It's made out of um. It's made from leather, um, and it's a, it's a basic um keyhole attachment that most uh most um, dildos that come with like most plus size dildos have the same hole or same right. um yeah, yeah. picture thing you, you know what yeah. i'm talking about so you pop that bitch on and i just like i like swinging dick i like i like doing the the <laughs> i like <laughs> we gotta do this is, i like doing this a lot i gotta I like get mine harder there we go oh i was doing it wait 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 here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. Here it is. Oh no. 
that was like the chubby. But I like sitting anyway, around with that. It was not as sexy as I thought it was. Gonna I be. like sitting around with that monster and just slapping it on my on my thighs. That's awesome. So I love that thing because of how much it makes my cup cream. I love a creamy hole. Wait, is that so? I feel bad that we derail. Is that the story that you said might turn people off? No, it's just like the idea of having a like as somebody who has a like. Here's a. I saw you fucking the cub on um on Twitter's. On Twitter, was that with the strap on or your cub? That was the strap one. Oh, can I say? Can I say? I was like, I did not know Tango's cock was so fucking big. I'm like, how could I have recorded? That's why. 17 I, ep- wait, wait, wait. How could I have recorded 17 episodes with Tango and I did not know Tango's cock was so fucking big? Bamboozle. Because it looks real. I didn't know. Okay. That's no, no, awesome. it's just it's um it's it's a all it's a like a black onyx um uh <laughs> it's a black onyx dodo and it's like girthy and about eight or nine inches. Eight I'm or nine so inches fucking dumb. Came. I like thought that was you. I was like, look, why? How have I look, never noticed that? Some people just don't before? look. <laughs> some people just don't didn't, didn't read into it. Look, it, it, the thing is. The gag about that, that whole post. Why would that upset people? Why would that upset? The people? gag about that whole post. What upset people more was the fact that I'm black and I, my partner's white. Here I am wearing a strap, and y'all could have clowned the fuck out of me. But all right, this is going right over your fucking head. Cool, cool. Because <laughs> it may it makes my cub come every. Is that one of the strap ons that goes over your dick or no? Is it a like, sheath? No, no. I oh, wish okay. I had a cock sheath. Oh, I almost I bought one. I, but you could only spend so much money. They had this Black Friday sale, I keep saying, and I bought three toys. Three toys. I also wanted the sheath. I also wanted the fuck machine. And I totally forgot to buy lube, and I'm out of lube. And I'm like, but I can't spend $400 on shit. I can't do it. I can't do it. But one of them was a big strap on sheath. But I'm like, who am I going to fuck with a 10 inch cock? Apparently, your cup. And you. Okay. So maybe I do. Uh, hello. hello. All right. <laughs> I am. I'm her. I'm. I'm that one. I want it. All of it. Did I cut you? I feel like I interacted a lot with that story. No, 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 no. Did you get was that like, it? Okay. I just the sounds, the sound. Like I, I don't have that big of a member. I'm only like six, and I know I obviously not six inches. We've we've covered this. Maybe five. Maybe five. Do you, are you trigger, saying that because of triggers six, six inches? Inch, I don't believe I'm it. Fucked. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe. <laughs> I, I don't believe both, it. I think you and I both need to get I'm dick I'm still dug. shaking in my boots think, after you say this shit was six inches. I was I like, you gotta I, be fucking kidding me. I I think we both need to get the dick measuring kits and and measure our dicks on the show. Oh, I'm a, I swear I'm gonna I swear I'm gonna jump off a very tall building if it's this <laughs> I'm four inches. I'm gonna be like, oh, uh, <laughs> no, don't say that. Your cock is perfect, and when you fuck me, I don't want you to fuck me with the strap on. I want you to fuck me with your raw cock. And I have I like, almost no ass I like to at fuck all. With be, my cock be... And then use the strap one. That's the optimal way to do it. I like loading someone up and then making them even more creamy oh. with the with the toy. And then going back to my cock. Because when it's all loose and sloppy, that's okay. just great. Segue. Segue to my second sex story. Okay. Segue. Because well, you said you like to go in after it's loose. And sloppy. So sloppy. one of the sex toys that I and my friend was surprised was a rosebud uh like like it's a flashlight but it's a rosebud yeah you know what a rosebud is you know what i mean yeah a ro- like from being the, fisted like it's, pressed out right yeah yeah, yeah 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 and he was like surprised he was surprised <laughs> i can't believe i just said booty hole like that <laughs> yeah yeah he was surprised that i bought that but what i've learned is i like to fuck broken hole Ooh. i like to fuck a wet open broken hole it's so fucking hot i've come so hard like you know if you're you know maybe you're not this person and that's probably why you don't host a fucking kink and fetish podcast and i do but you know if you are on sniffies and you meet someone and they're like hey i already have three loads inside me come over and find me ass up that's a real turn on to me like the idea that i'm 
laying my fucking cock into these other guys' loads. I'm very into that. And the last time I did that, the guy's hole was so broken. I wasn't like he was bleeding. It was just broken. Like it was open. It was wet. It smelled like cum. It didn't smell like shit. It wasn't like shitty. It was broken. Like it was cummy. It was whole. And it was so hot to fuck that hole. And I came so hard inside of him. There's this college grad, not grad, like grad student who lives near me. And I probably mentioned him before in the podcast who intermittently will fuck and then he'll block me. Have we mentioned this? What? 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 No, 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 so no. Weird. Okay. No, but I wanted to bring this up in the podcast. It's called shame. It's called guilt. It's called society. And I've been, I've been going through this with one of my friends that he's dealing, he's been dealing with one of his fuck buddies who like won't text him back or will be on the apps and he won't respond and he'll send a message and he can see he was on the apps. And I just think that this is a universal thing that we should talk about. And, and I'm, and it's just brief here to tell the sex story, but like, don't tell someone else's story. If someone is not responding to you, it's not you, it's them. It has nothing to do with your, if you are worthy, if you are enough, if you are valid, it is their own demon. And so my mindfulness coach, not my horny self, my mindfulness coach said to my friend, talk less and be patient and don't judge. And this person will swing back around and reach out to you because the sex is really good. So they will. Also, I need to take my own advice because I have this college boy that I intermittently have the best sex of my fucking life. As you know, it's very hard for me to come topping, but every time I fucking top this boy, I spray the fucking biggest loads. And every time this boy got fucking tops me, he comes in like 90 seconds. The two of us touching is like, it is just a rush of energy. But every time I'll like reach out to him because I am, you know, loving Jeff and I'll reach out to him the next day and be like, whatever. And that freaks him out and he'll block me. So it'll go from blue to green because he doesn't want this, his, the daddy like texting him because he can't come to the terms, but then he'll unblock me and he'll message me on an app or the phone like a month later and be like, I'm horny. And I'll be like, mm. and so this last time I brought it up to him and I'm like, maybe it's just me. Maybe you got a new number. Like maybe things changed. Maybe you're out of the country, but I feel like you blocked me. He's like, no, I absolutely blocked you. Um, you text too much. I can't, which by the way, that's him. It's not me, it's him, right? Like, and this is the part to talk about it. You text too much. And not that I'm texting him all the time, but like, I, he doesn't want to see it when he's not horny. He can't come to terms with his queerness when he is- So he's not out yet. He's not out of the closet yet. I don't know his fucking story, even though we've had mind-blowing sex for two years now. Mm. So last time he messaged me, he's like, oh, it's been eight weeks since we fucked. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I thought you blocked me. And it's been eight weeks. He's like, yeah, I did. Like, you text too much. I'm like, oh, so now you're horny. And he's like, yeah. And so now you want me to fuck you? Yeah. And like, we had this whole conversation that was like too wordy. And I was like freaking him out because I was like talking about how great our fucking sex was. And he was just like, okay, stop. Because I was like talking about like how we spit in each other's mouths and how we just fucking totally rail and raw each other. And we get so fucking sweaty and we're just like covered in each other's sweat. It's so fucking hot. And the stuff we say to each other. And he was, I credit to him. He's like, yeah, I don't like, I don't like the love thing. It's, I want it to be really rough. I want to be used. I want to be treated like a whore. I want to just be your whole. I, I, I want to call you daddy. I want you to call me boy. He, and he, to, I don't know if he listened to our fucking podcast, but all of a sudden he communicated like he never had. I'm like, I can come over and just use your fucking whole. I don't have to talk at all. Like this is called, this is the, this is the front loading we need. So, because this sex is too fucking good to not have it. Like our sex is too fucking good to not have it. So like whatever it takes to have our sex, I can say or not say. I can text or not text. Just so you know, in the future, don't block me. Just say, just literally say less. Like you could text me and say, say less. And that's fine. So we had that whole conversation. That was like a week ago. And I didn't, I just, I'm just going to leave it. I'll wait for him to text me. I'll just wait. I'm not, maybe that was actually more than a week because I went back to Michigan. So that was like 10 days ago or something like that, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. I bring this up because I had talked to my friend. I said, just wait. So while what happened for both of us is we both took my mindfulness advice. We didn't tell their story. We realized it's their demons. It's in their fucking head, but the sex is really fucking good. And we both just waited. And both of us had mind-blowing sex because guess what? Both of them came knocking on our door. The college boy 
messaged. He said, and I and I followed his little rules. I said, he said, I'm horny. I said, me too. He's like, do you want to come over? Do you want to top me? I'm like, yep. That's it. That's it. I, not, I didn't, I just, I, I'm like, okay, I'll follow his rule. Um, do you want me to top you too? I'm like, yep. Okay. Uh, whatever. I just, that was it. It was a whole fucking conversation. I'm like, okay, I'll be there in 15 minutes. It was, we, it was a whole different dynamic. He was so sweaty. I never come from someone riding my cock. I fucked him. He said, how have you not come yet? Because I have this thing, all that communication helps me come because I like all that, but I decided I'm gonna play by his rules and not have that communication. So I used him like a fucking dildo. I used him like an ass dildo. And fuck I you. fucked him and my balls, my balls were hanging. They were really hanging and my balls were slapping against his balls. It was as I'm fucking him, I'm just, and I'm going so hard and my balls are just not, it was like painful. My ball, cause it's just, I'm just going and I'm going and I'm going and we're getting so fucking sweaty and I'm rubbing up in his pits and his pits fucking stink and I'm tweaking his fucking nipples. And I can't even grab his nipples. He's so sweaty. I can't grip his body. He's so fucking sweaty. And then he wants to ride me and I fucking hate that as a top. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I never get off, but this one had me and was riding me like a fucking cowboy and had their arm back and their pit out and they're all fucking sweaty and and they're just riding my fuck i almost came i never come from having my cock ridden and then uh flipped them around and said i want to i this is a true fucking story i don't know how to wrap my head around this 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 is an indication of why this person has shame this tells the whole story of how, why they don't like me to text them their fucking guilt, the toxic masculinity of society. I had mentioned sniffies to them and they said, what? Like they didn't know what it was. Are you ready? I said, okay, I want to fuck you doggy. And they said to me, and I'm not kidding. What's that? Huh? That explains why they block me. Yeah. They probably come from a religious family. They probably are like Mormon or fucking... God knows what, you know, some Puritan or like a, a, one of those strict Catholics or something like that, because who the fuck doesn't know what doggy style is? Someone who's uh, on that like gay Republican app that people can tell if you look at porn, like, how do you not know what doggy style is? And I had so much empathy for them in that moment. That's why I want to tell the story, because I'm like, that's why they're blocking me. They don't even fucking look at porn. I am having the wildest, best sex of my life with this college student. And they don't know what doggy style is. They are fucking with the kinkiest, dirtiest motherfucker and they're loving it. And that's why it's so good because it's so liberating for them. But the minute it's over, they're like, what did I do? Oh my God, I feel so fucking guilty. I fucked them doggy style and I'd fucked them for so long that their hole was broken and open and wet and it was so hot. And we were just, and it was just this rhythm and they were so fucking sweaty. I was like, I was like, it was like, like moving the fucking sweat, like, like, their back was so, I was, it was so sweaty. It was so fucking hot. And I sprayed the biggest fucking load all up inside of them. I mean, huge. I just wanted to tell that story because if you're out there, people are not responding to your fucking messages. Someone's blocked you. It is not you. You are not a troll. You are not ugly. You are not enough. It's not that you are enough. It is their fucking story. It is their fucking issue. If the sex is that good, Remember, hurt people hurt people. You don't know what their trauma is. Maybe just sit, wait, have some grace. You know how you had some grace? I was running late to today's podcast unexpectedly because of family shit, and Tango had grace. Have grace for people, and you never know. It might turn into the best sex of your fucking life. So that is my shout-out to the college boy who's never going to listen to this because they don't even know what doggy style is. But wow, you never know someone's story. And I wanted to fit that into today's podcast. I really did. I really appreciate you, uh, like, uh, us sticking around a little longer because that was, like, my one story I wanted to tell. And for all I know, I've been blocked again, but I won't know because I'm not going to ever fucking text them because I know that it freaks them out. I will just wait. I will just wait and have them let them text me because that's our dynamic. Every fuck buddy has a different dynamic, and that's our dynamic. And we're no longer bros. We're daddy and son. True story. That's what they want. I'm like, okay. Okay, son. You want me to come in your hole, son? All right, so there you go. Now you know. I don't even know what to do with this dick now. I'm just, <laughs> uh. On that note, if you guys 
I, I we have to wrap it up. I wanted to say all that. Oh, I really did. I wanted to do the thing. Oh, what's the thing? Oh, that's hot. Make noise. Make noise. Make more noise. Act like a duck. I love you. I adore you. Thank you for being so awesome. I want to say that for everyone to hear because you are so awesome and they don't need to know the whole story, but I do want to, there's one other thing. Tango and I have recorded episodes without, that we've never shared. And we've had a guest, we've had a couple guests that haven't, who were going to come on and haven't come on and all for the same reason. All of us suffer from mental health issues and depression and anxiety. And so sometimes we get going and we start recording and we start talking and we decide it's just not something we can share. It's too personal or it goes too deep. So if you're out there and I've had people who I said, oh, leave us a voice message. We'd love to share you. And people say, oh, no, I have too much anxiety. I, don't, I can't use my voice. I don't want that on the, the podcast or whatever it is. Um, we see you. We, we hear you. We love you. You are valid uh, just where you're at, just as you are, uh, whether you show up or not. Um, just keep just keep showing up for yourself as in waking up this morning and uh and doing going under the covers and binge watching and <laughs> and and doing whatever it is that you're doing it's enough the world needs you just the way you are so if you're out there suffering we suffer as well we don't record sometimes or we don't have a guest because the guest is like i'm having mental health issues or one of us is having mental health issues and we're not in this space and so i want to say that because we're so loving of each other when that happens because we both suffer we both have those issues and i just wanted to put that into the podcast because i think it's so important to talk about mental health and i know you mentioned that about your um your gay your queer idol her name is escaping me that she talks Jesse about Reyes. Yes, Jesse Reyes. So anyway, I, I don't know if that's off to put that in there right here at the closing, but I did want to say that because we've we've recorded we recorded this episode where I actually taught you some mindfulness, but the world will never hear it, right? Hmm. Are you still using that? Is it still working for you? Yes, often. And it works every fucking time. I use it as a grounding technique just to get back back to even keel so I can formulate the words necessary to say how I'm feeling. Even if it doesn't get me all the way down from the ledge, it at least lets me know I'm at the ledge and I need to back away. So, so can I share that you were, cause you were having sleeping issues. Very, very bad sleeping issues. And so and I took, I took tango through um, a rotation of consciousness, mindfulness, a guided mindfulness exercise that you passed out. It was adorable. You fell asleep. I was knocked the fuck out. And then you slept and you said it was like the best sleep of your life, whether it was or not. I love to hear that. And no, honestly, then... like three hours of just because I hadn't slept in two days. And I, 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 that was more than I had seen in two days. Yeah. And, and so it often gets like I, that where I don't I have sleep. to tell you, I'm so, I wanted to share this. I'm, that is my why. That is my why is you are one of many of my students that I have this conversation with. And it just makes me feel so, even though I struggle financially or whatever, it just makes me stay on my true north direction as a mindfulness coach and as a meditation guide and as a yoga teacher. And we don't talk about it a lot, but if you are out there struggling, um, that is something that uh, beyond just knowing and, and hearing and being here to talk to y'all, that is something I do as well. I don't, I don't really ever talk about it because I feel salesy and I feel weird. But you did get to experience it, so I just uh, I, we never circled back. But that's one of those episodes that we never will probably share because of uh, you know the intensity of it. So mm -hmm. um, anyway, I adore you. I'm I, I'm ready to wrap it up. If you're ready to wrap it up, yeah, I need to get me some food and go see my cup. I I love it. Um, there's a link tree. It's uh, wherever the dot is. You always seem to know. Um, link tr dot e e forward slash them, them pops them pops t-h-e-m-p-u-p-s them pops there's links to our only fans there's links to our just for fans there's links to our tiktoks there's links to our twitters there's links to the leather archive there's links to the harvard ejaculation study it is robust share it early and often go check it out there's links to this to the just for fans where you use the code them pops to see the video recordings of all this where I just demonstrated getting fucked by the super chub. See that on just for fans. Nice. Uh, helicopter. Yes. I helicoptered my dick against my thighs. Yes. I, I love it. And on that note, 
stay kinky. Pup out. Thank you.